Welcome to the Audit Podcast, the number one podcast for the audit profession. Be sure to check the show notes for all of our social media channels and to sign up for the Audit Podcast newsletter. Now, here's your host, Trent Russell. This podcast is sponsored by Green Skies Analytics, where they do everything tech-related, but only for internal audit. Although compliance and risk management, y'all are cool too, so feel free to check it out also. To find out more, please visit greenskiesanalytics.com, but it's more likely that you're just going to Google it. So to find out more, please Google Green Skies Analytics. This podcast is also brought to you by AuditBoard, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. AuditBoard's integrated suite of easy-to-use audit, risk, and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with AuditBoard's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit AuditBoard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see AuditBoard's award-winning platform in action today. Today, we have a bit of a special episode. And so I host a every two months, there are two different groups that we have full of analytics practitioners, audit analytics practitioners, and we talk best practices and I'm having trouble with this. How did how have you fixed that problem or how'd you deal with this tech thing or how'd you deal with this people thing, whatever it might be. And so one of the ways that we introduced ourselves uh, on these calls is to talk about the coolest thing that you or someone on your team has built using RPA or analytics or some other kind of tech. And so that's what this is. This is basically everybody's intros of the coolest thing that they've built. One reason I wanted to share this is because it really I, like the ideas of what you can do, I think are really helpful for people to go, oh yeah, I guess you could uh, you could automate that thing this way. I never really thought about that, which then leads on to other ideas. And so um, I think it's largely kind of an education episode, which I think all these are educational in some way, um, but really kind of on the tech side. So uh, we have multiple people from multiple industries that are going to speak. So similar to how we've done the best of episodes in the past, I'll just do a brief intro of who the person is, where they're at, and then they will talk about the coolest thing that they've built. Here we go. First up, we have Peyton Hahn. He's a senior manager of audit innovation at Fidelity Investments. Hey, everyone. My name is Peyton Hahn. I am currently the senior manager of risk modeling and data analytics at Western Southern Financial Group. Um, so I lead our data analytics practice in the audit department. Although I am actually currently transitioning to a new role with Fidelity and their audit innovation team, so doing kind of similar work. Yeah, so that's uh, pretty recent news. Um, the coolest thing my team has built, um, I think um, we built a, a risk dashboard for our sales organization. Um, that was Tableau-based, but fully automated, um, sent out daily and monthly alerts using the alert functionality within Tableau, um, but also built these dashboards that are used um, by the sales team, by compliance, by HR. They're used like throughout the organization um, to kind of chop up the sales data and just keep an eye on monitoring sales activities. Um, so it's probably the coolest. is the first like really big high visibility dashboard that we built that's used cross-functionally, but also um, 
was really our first kind of foray into kind of continuous assurance type activities where, you know, alerts are being triggered and data and reports are being sent out through emails. So it may not be the most advanced thing we've ever done because we certainly grew from there, but it was probably the biggest step that our audit uh, analytics function took. Here's Jeremy Croy, the audit analytics leader at Commerce Bank. I'm a senior data analyst at Commerce Bank. So we're headquartered in Kansas City. We have about, I think, I think we're almost at 30 billion in assets now. So a super regional bank. So we have a team of, there's three of us, three data analysts. Um, and I've been doing this for about six years now. And I've been trying to think of the coolest thing we've done. Probably when COVID was at its peak, um, we did a dashboard for uh the senior executives every day. So we had to take data from like the New York times and our retail banks, our commercial banks and um, human resources, and just combine a lot of data from the company and present it to, um, or so they could present it at the executive management meetings every morning. Um, but that was probably the most, um, our work's been exposed, the most exposure we've ever had anyways. Next up is Sarah Kuhn. She is the Director of Audit Services at ConocoPhillips. As far as um, the coolest thing we've ever built, um, I'm just going to go with the, the latest thing that we've built because I, I feel like everything we build, um, every, the, every new thing is, is the coolest thing we've built. So um, right now what we're, we, we're doing, um, building, um, and we've, we're piloting um, to see how well it's working uh, is that it's going through journal entries and analyzing text um, and pulling out red flags of key text words and also doing a sentiment analysis for things like rush or hurry um, to see that, you know, um, um, journal entries were not, you know, were well thought out accruals and, and things like that. So um, I guess that's the coolest thing right now using sentiment analysis and text and analytics. Next, we have the global internal audit data analytics lead and head of the analytics steering committee at Crane Company, David Moskowitz. Coolest thing I've built. Um, so I'm going to overlap with one of the technologies I was previously mentioned. It's a risk assessment and also automates our yearly risk assessment. So it's pulling information from various sources, HFM, and uh, running a whole gamut of different analytics to risk rank uh, different business units. We have several hundred business units to go through. So uh, ultimately the output is to help guide uh, the yearly audit. So something that would normally take several hundred hours to do you know, really able to automate it using tools like Altrix and uh, Power BI for data visualization piece, um, kind of bringing it down to about an hour or so um, to run the analysis. And here we have the manager of internal audit data analytics program at Citizens Property Insurance Corporation, Francisco Aristigueta. What, what I wanted, like, if you were going to remember me for any one project, uh, and I think I, I really like oh, the, the trap uh, project that we did, but it, it was like a big failure. So I, I don't know if it worth bringing up, but uh, what, what we did was uh, we used Python to review reports during the draft process. 
right? So the idea is to decrease the, the draft report creation from a couple of weeks down to a couple of days. And it has the added benefit that instead of having the auditor send a report to their uh, director and the director being correcting little things that are not worth his time and getting upset with the auditor and then the auditor getting upset about the back and forth, right? Because I send it in the early in the morning and I review it late that afternoon. So you don't look at it until the next morning and it goes forever on that review. We're pushing the word files into a Python routine that looks for uh, just a handful of things, but it does the sentiment analysis to make sure that it's not too negative or too positive. It looks at the complexity of the sentences uh, and the wording. So what is your longest word and what is your longest sentence? And it highlights it to the auditor so that they can decide if, if they really want to say that or if they can simplify it. And then it looks for common mistakes like the distribution on the on the final uh, appendix. Like, okay, this should go to the governor and this should go to the this chief or that chief. Uh, so it checks those names because our board, being a public entity, we have more rotation than, than normal, I think, than what I would used to. So if you're using an old report, you may have the old distribution and you have to make sure that's, that's a little thing that you have should you get right before it goes to the director to review. And then uh, also if you're using the same report, we want to make sure that you change all the uh, footers and all the headers. And so it it is stupid <laughs> because it, <laughs> it's just uh, um, following rules like we're just, after we do the sentiment and the complexity, which are just some routines, some some uh, packages, uh, and the whatever, uh, from Python, the way we do the the count of the longest phrase, the longest line, is just by parsing this thing in all the spaces or in all the periods or in all. So at the end, it's just a math exercise, and all most of these things are just rule based, mm -hmm. uh, but altogether they count as a cognitive decision, right? Because once it goes and says, yes, your tone is right. Yes, your uh, uh, complexity is at, at second grade. Yes, you change everything. It will say, okay, ready for your director to review. Uh, and then they, when they go to the director, they can focus on, on the content and not in the choice of words, right? Uh, so it's, it's really cool, but it's also a horrible failure because uh, because we were developing co-developing it with a team outside of Audit. It was housed in their Python server, and that thing is always offline. When the people try to use it, it's not available, and then people just stop trying to use it. <laughs> so it, it is I. I it has a special place in my heart because I think it's pretty cool that we do simple things, but at the end, it's a big human decision. But it's also uh, like the one thing that I try to hide under the carpet because uh, nobody cares for it. Hey, everyone. Thank you for continuing to listen to the show. We want to say thank you again to our sponsors over at Audit Board, the leading cloud-based platform transforming how enterprises manage risk. 
Audit Board's integrated suite of easy to use audit risk and compliance solutions streamlines internal audit, SOX compliance, risk management, and security compliance. Automate processes and improve execution with Audit Board's purpose-built solution, which is designed to address the most pressing challenges of today's practitioners. Experience the latest in audit, risk, and compliance technology. Visit auditboard.com to schedule your product walkthrough to see Audit Board's award-winning platform in action today. Here we have Joe Kaczorowski. He is the Vice President of Compliance Analytics and Innovation at MasterCard. He's also recently the Interim Head of Global Sanctions and Export Controls Programs. I'm the oddball here who's not an internal audit, yet somehow I keep getting invited to these kinds of things. <laughs> um, so I had a analytics and innovation for MasterCard's compliance function, which is anti-money laundering, sanctions, export controls, anti-corruption, and business conduct. Um, I have a team of zero, so I'm actually an individual contributor, but I steal resources from a lot of our other cool teams, like our analytics and automation team and our AI garage, to name a few. Um, coolest thing that our team has built, I still, I don't know, we keep doing cool things all the time, but I still love um, what we've done in the anti-money laundering space, where we built a data cube that summarizes all of our transactional data, um, laid a rules engine on top of that to generate anti-money laundering alerts, um, then use machine learning to score all those alerts as suspicious or potentially suspicious or not suspicious, automatically close most of the not suspicious ones, feed all that into a case management visualization solution with workflow, blah, 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 um, to work through all those alerts and also use robotics process automation to automate a lot of the analysis for the people that actually look at the ones that are still open for review. Here we have Rachel Nelson. She's the Associate Director of Data Analytics and Automation for Internal Audit at a Fortune 500 e-commerce company. Hello, I'm Rachel. Our uh, team is, we currently have three people and one intern for analytics. And our coolest thing we have built so far is going to be continuous monitoring over change management. Here we have Abby Arndt, data scientist, uh, internal audit at Vulcan Materials. Hi, my name is Abby Arndt. I'm at Vulcan Materials Company and internal audit. I'm a data scientist. We have two people, including me, and then one intern. Um, the coolest thing that we've built, it's still in progress, but was a health and safety analytics so that we could provide injury risk ratings to our facilities. This is Daniel McCarville. He is the advanced internal auditor at Jack Henry and Associates. He was the former senior research and data analyst at the University of Oregon, where Benford's was his big thing. And so I always push people to him when they have Benford's questions. So check out uh, Daniel on LinkedIn for sure if you want to learn more about Benford's. I'm Daniel McCarville. I'm at Jack Henry. Uh, our analytics function is Daniel.1FTE. <laughs> uh, kind of just getting things off the ground. I think one of the coolest things that we've built is we built a clustering algorithm for annual risk assessment. So after we did the risk assessment, then you can put your, your audits into groups to highlight different kinds of risks and different strategies. And here we have Steven Newman, the IT audit and data analytics manager at Silvamo. Hey everybody, I am Steven Newman. I work for a company called Silvamo. Uh, we make uncoated free sheet paper. So think uh, Dunder Mifflin, we, we make hammer mill, all that stuff. Um, I have an analytics team of four people. Uh, three of them are, one is a data engineer, uh, the other three are what we call data analytics auditors. So they're also partly auditors, which is 
one of the size of our teams that big. We we spun off for, uh, from a larger company last year, so our team's pretty new. Our biggest achievement to date has been uh, an analytic on uh, looking at sanctioned uh, customers and vendors, uh, as well as any customers and vendors using Russian banks. And here we have Lauren Curry, the Internal Audit Manager of Data Analytics at International Paper. I'm Lauren Curry. I'm with International Paper. Uh, we have two data engineers and two data analysts on our team. And um, the coolest things we've been working on uh, in the last year or so are a lot of fraud analytics. So we're detecting a lot of fraud using dashboards that we're publishing to um, internal audit and to the business. Um, so those are pretty exciting. And lastly, we have Alexia Foksinka. She is the lead IT auditor with a data analytics specialization at Protective Life. Hey everyone, my name is Alicia Fokshinska and I am a lead IT auditor at Protective Life. We are, our data analytics, so our, my specialization is data analytics, kind of visualization, storytelling, and we are a very new team of two. So it has been me for like three years and now we have hired another um, data analyst to help get this off the ground. Uh, and she has been with me for a solid one quarter. So uh, it's, it has been a new journey. We are maturing. We are building out the, the program here at Protective. Um, the coolest thing that we have done is taken manual journal entries and we have both visualized it and automated it. So um, Addison, who I might be referring to, she's the one that's helping me out now and she's the other analyst. She has taken everything and automated it from kind of a broad perspective. So there's 12 tests that we run and the risk rate are manual journal entries. And then I actually visualized it. So when we talk to management, we can pull up the visualization, talk them through it because they're visual people. Um, and then on the backside, she can click a button and within 15 seconds, she does the test. Hey everyone, thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Audit Podcast. Whatever platform you're listening on right now, I'm sure there's a subscribe button somewhere, so please hit the subscribe button there. If you're listening through iTunes or Spotify, feel free to go give us that five-star rating. It only took me about 16 seconds to give myself a five-star review, and it really helps to get future guests to come on the show, so we'd really appreciate that. Lastly, be sure to check out the show notes and follow us on all our social media channels on Instagram, on LinkedIn, and on TikTok. Also, if interested, please sign up for our weekly newsletter from the Audit Podcast. Thank you all. Have a great one.